Okay, happy holidays, all you melon farmers. This is the 20th episode of the Christmas movie countdown. I almost said it the wrong way again. Uh, we're going pretty good. We got five left, one scary one, and then some probably sweet ones that'll make you cry and stuff. So you know how we do. Last year, we watched the uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Actually, we did it in Christmas or the Muppet Month? I think we did it in Christmas. Okay. And all the other Christmas movies ended up at a we had Muppet Month. Yeah. Yeah. So we did a Muppet Christmas Carol and we all thought, man, that's pretty cool. They did that Christmas movie. It'd be cool if they did another one. And lo and behold, they did do another one later on down the road. And you should have saw our faces when we saw there was another addition to the Muppet list. And then you should have saw our faces when we finished it. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it This movie, it's called A Muppet Christmas Letters to Santa. And going into it because it's a 45 minute movie i understood in my head the second i saw the time i was like oh this is made for tv this mm-hmm. probably went straight to i don't know abc yeah this is like an yeah. special for sure yeah showed it off it's just for the kids like oh look at kermit he acting crazy you know and that's it <laughs> like, you know? uh i was hoping there would be a spot at least i would laugh and i got that i wanted to see sweetums i got that so uh, everything checked off my list. Check your Muppet boxes, yeah. But yeah, this bad boy goes quick. And it, it's just a cool look into just the world of the Muppets. Uh, in this one, they all live in a, they live in New York now. And they. I honestly thought it was Sesame Street for a minute when they rolled it, up into that building. Probably, I was like, this looks like Sesame it Street. It probably <laughs> could be. And it'd have been nice if they did that nod of just like they live on Sesame Street. Yeah, or like Big sense. Bird walked by. Like, yeah, or they live close Missed by, opportunity. You know, it's a Muppet area because, well, I don't know the canon- canonicity of Muppets in this world, but I guess you can just make a Muppet. You can just be born a Muppet yeah. randomly. So I assume they all kind of congregate together. Okay. Uh, but anyway, this story, it is the Muppets having to go to the North Pole to drop off three letters that didn't make it into the post office on time. And they just want to make sure everybody gets their wishes. And they meet people that are grumpy about Christmas. Uh, they meet a very, very nice hot lady that loves Christmas and helps them out. Uh, and lots of singing. And the, the screenplay, the story, and the music was done by Paul Williams. Paul Williams, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, he did the music for the first Muppet movie. And if you love Dexter's Laboratory, he did the music for the episode, uh, just good old-fashioned lab song, where he teaches Dexter to play piano on his instruments in the lab. Uh, He has an amazing voice. The last album for Daft Punk, he did a song with them, Touch, and it's really good. (laughs) It makes me sad because they're not going to do another He does all the Muppet stuff. Yeah, uh, damn good music. He actually did Rainbow Connection. He wrote that song. So it was cool to see Paul Williams' name with this. And it makes sense with the the key and the the octaves of the songs. Uh, Gonzo sings a lot, and he is in the same range as Paul Williams. So I was like, oh, it makes sense, all the songs, like, they're all they're a lot lower than usual with songs and I was like it makes sense because Paul Williams is the same range because he wrote it and he's like oh Gonzo could sing it so uh this bad boy was made in 2008 so this is the second Kermit voice so it's not the one that sounds like Yoda it's not that one but it's it's the one that we all grew up with we as in if you're in In your 30s 30s, you've (laughs) uh Steve Whitmire is his name uh, it's not Matt Goats, I believe is the third one. He's, it's not Constantine's voice, just nice. <laughs> uh, but we, we get the, the Kermit voice. And 
it, it's it's good, but it's not like Muppet Treasure Island good. You know, uh, mm-hmm. there are a lot of things they could have did, but they had 45 minutes, so they had to they had to keep moving. There was no stopping for extra stuff. So, uh, but we'll get through this story real quick because it goes by fast. So. Um, on Christmas Eve, the Muppets, they're in line at the post office and they actually meet the mayor, past mayor of New York. It was Bloomberg, right? Yeah, Mayor Bloomberg. Yeah, he's in line. He's like, you know, hey, New Yorkers are nice. So, you know, can't skip in line. If and there's like, anything New Yorkers are, we're patient. We're nice. Right. Miss Piggy, what has he <laughs> done to this city? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, if you look at anything in New York now, uh, the new thing is yelling bing bong. I would love if they did a new thing in New York and just Miss Piggy like knocks somebody over and just says bing bong. Because <laughs> <laughs> Piggy would do it. Uh, or Pepe would do it. But that, anyway. You know, bing we, bong this. This beneath Miss Piggy. Get the hell out of my bing bong. <laughs> but they'd use, no, they'd use the Muppets. Oh, the Muppets Miss would say bing bong. Yeah, she Miss Poogie would bong. definitely say bing bong. Because that's some Jersey, like, <laughs> Staten Island shit. <laughs> Fuck your life, bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> I would absolutely love a Muppet to say that. But anyway, they are in line at the post office in New York City. And uh, they go inside and they actually meet up with, I can't remember his name to save my life, but he was in Rent. Jesse L. Martin or Collins from Rent. Yes. And yeah. the second he popped on screen, I was like, I know that guy. I his said name Collins is Detective and- Green. Huh? His name is Detective Green. Yeah. <laughs> his name is Collins, and he gets his ass whooped in Rent. So. Yeah, he did. Well, I'm glad but he, then he, he sings, got a better job. He sings beautifully. So. Yeah, he got a good job. So, um, But they have a good song in there, and they're getting all excited about Christmas time. It was time. the best song is the one he sang, yeah. for sure. Unfortunately, they're Muppets, and Muppets do what Muppets do, and they get caught up in the machine. <laughs> well, they speed up the machine to get more letters out faster. And then they get sucked into it and it just destroys everything. And so uh, all the letters get out, hopefully, and they make it back to the apartment where they all live. Yeah, it's like an apartment. Yeah, apartment complex. Yeah, it's like, hey, Arnold, it's like five billion houses inside. But um, there is a, yeah, there's a girl that lives on the floor with them. Her name's Claire. And um, she's very excited uh, about Christmas. And she wants to see, uh, she's a little sad because all her friends are gone because they're visiting family and stuff. That's something I always had to deal with. Um, I think Greg, right. You stay moderately close Christmas time when we live close by. Yeah. I never go anywhere. Yeah. But like Steve and everybody else would just dip off into like other States and just be like me and Greg just chilling. <laughs> but uh, I, I feel Claire. She's like, all my friends are gone. What do I do? And so her mom is Jane Kazmarek. Yeah. Yes. Uh, from uh, Kimmy Schmidt. She's the rich, rich boss friend, mm-hmm. kind of friend, I guess, yeah. uh, of Kimmy. And so that's the mom. And so um, she's excited that her letter got sent. She made sure Gonzo sent the letter for her. And so she's like, you know, Gonzo's like, cool. You know, Claire's wish is going to be granted because in this world, Santa's, Santa's real. And, you know, that's a the thing. They're like, yeah, you send that letter in. If there are any children listening in all worlds, Santa is real. You're right. You're right. You shouldn't be listening to this. So. Yeah, because I've, I've said bad words. <laughs> go go tell your mom. Yeah. Thanks for listening, but but don't. Uh, <laughs> but hit stop right now. 
Right. Uh, but unfortunately, Gonzo, he checks in his jacket. Actually, he had a backpack. Yeah. He checks his backpack. And there were three letters that did not get sent. They get like stuck in his backpack from the machine. You know, as he got sucked into the machine and broke everything. So they run off to the post office. They closed early for Christmas. Good for them. <laughs> Screw all those people that, that are happen. trying to get stuff done at the last second. So Gonzo is like, crap, man. Like these wishes aren't going to get granted because the letter didn't go out. Like we, we got to do something about it. Miss Piggy uh, had a trip planned with Kermit. They were going to go to the beach and, yep. and sun, you know, tan and go hang out in the Caribbean and get, get busy. Uh, the electric mayhem they were going to scoot off too on a trip they're going on a trip somewhere else and yeah the and other muppets were going on yeah rizzo trip. and pepe they all had plans and so they all scoot off and kermit and fozzy and gonzo yeah well i was gonna say yeah with gonzo they decide that they're gonna take care of this like they have to do this you know like claire's a friend they have to make sure this letter gets to the north pole and then with a really cool song Pepe and Rizzo apparently have nothing to do and they want to watch this all fall apart. Well, they're both <laughs> New Yorkers. Like clearly Pepe and Rizzo are we have always been New Yorkers. Yeah. I think they first came into the Muppets actually from Muppets in Manhattan. Like yes. Th- yeah, that's like they're the true New Yorkers of the group. Yeah, they don't have anywhere to go because Rizzo where they're from. Yeah, Rizzo's family, that real buff rat. Yeah, was there. all the rats. Yeah, they were in, cooking in the back. So all the rats are in New York. And the buff rats are rat. Yeah. <laughs> He's around. So uh, they head to the airport because that's how you get to the North Pole. I may be Eat a hop. rat, but I'm not a snitch. Uh, um, <laughs> at the airport, they get help from a very, very nice and beautiful lady. Hey, it's Uma Thurman. I'm Aww. happy. And her name is Joy. And she's going to help them out uh, and get them on the flight. Uh, Lord knows how expensive that flight is, but they got money, I guess. They always seem like they're poor, but they, they couldn't pay Whoopi Goldberg for the taxi ride. But yeah, sure. but they had money for this, so. I don't understand because sometimes they seem like they're the poorest sons of bitches in the world. But then, sometimes they got money. Yeah. Who knows? But anyway, while they're in line going through security, they meet up with Officer Freak Meany. What a name. Hey, it's Nathan Lane and it's Bobo the Bear. It's more people from the producers. It should have been uh, Uncle Deadly should have been there, too. He should have been the third security guard. <laughs> Bobo's always yeah. with the bad guys because I guess he's... Because he's a big ass bear. Yeah. Well, he's got that deadpan voice with things. They're like, haha, we're gonna do this bad thing. He's like, yes, yes, that sounds great, sir. <laughs> he just yeah. he doesn't seem like, like he's with the plans, but just emotional. Love Bobo. He's so good. Right? He, he's just kind of just there. He's like, Yeah, that sounds cool, I guess. <laughs> but it's like, uh, it's like a villain rolls up on it's like, hey, we're gonna do this. He's just like, all right. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Whoever rolls up on me first, I'll roll with. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Fozzie starts saying jokes in line at the security place. And that's what you do. You don't do when you're at the airport. Don't tell jokes. Jokes are not allowed at JFK is what, <laughs> basically what they said. And Fozzie pulls out some cards. And some then joke gets, cards. Gets promptly just tackled to the ground by Bobo. On the ground. <laughs> He's got the cards. Uh, they get grabbed and taken <laughs> to a security room. Um, Officer Meany gets on the phone and he tells someone to bring the cattle prods full charge. Oh, man. Uh, that made me laugh real good. He's like, dang, they're going to zap the fuck out of him. So um, we find out that Officer Meany, he's been on the bad list, the naughty list forever. And he's like, because, you know, when I was a kid, I was a bully. But, you know, I want to be on that list. And he starts choking him and stuff. And I'm like, oh, he's still a bully. <laughs> so he's yeah. pretty salty about anybody trying to get to the North Pole. Kind of like in the movie... Uh, all of the other reindeer 
the that postal guy was pissed off that Av was trying to save Christmas and he's going out his way to stop it because he was on the naughty list for his whole life. So Officer Me <coughs> has a face turn and he actually lets them go because Kermit's like, well, wouldn't this be like the thing that gets you on the nice list if you let us go? And he's like, huh, that's a pretty good plan, I guess. Yeah, get out of here. And it's like, hooray. Um, they get to the terminal and oh no, the plane is already on its way in line to fly off. What do they do? Well, Joy just puts them on the wing of the plane and they're just holding on screaming for their lives. So it's, it's a very, very Muppets of them. Yeah, I was about to say, that's a very Muppet thing. Just put yourself in danger. Um, they, they hang on to the plane for hours and actually make it above North Pole and then they let go and fall just from, you know, really high up. <laughs> and they crash into the snow, which is great because they, they got Muppet bodies. They don't got bones, so it ain't gonna hurt. Yeah. So when they get there, they get to the North, well, his workshop and the big ass house yeah and then the head elf hey it's paul williams he tells him that santa's already left for the night they're like damn it like we 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 waited this far and we missed him they have a song about if they were santa claus what they would do and make the world a happy place it was pretty sweet and santa he actually comes back he hears their pleas and he comes back hey it's richard griffiths if you haven't seen harry potter you won't know who this man is but hey, it's Uncle Dursley. So he's a dick. It's cool to see. Vernon yeah, Dursley. It, it's good to see someone that that is known as a bad guy be a good guy. He was a pretty cool Santa. I'm surprised it wasn't um Ed Asner. Yes, uh uh Wunsler. The one from Elf. Yeah, Wunsler from yeah. Boondocks. I went with the black answer. <laughs> but uh he actually gets them onto the sleigh and they drop off the letters. And we find out that one of the letters was from Pepe. And he put on a front saying that he didn't believe in Santa and, and blah, blah, but he actually does. And his wish was to be an opera singer. <laughs> and Santa, I guess, uses his magic and lets him sing like an opera singer for a couple of seconds. Greg, what song did he sing? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me and I forgot. Dang. It was Ness and Dorma. No, it wasn't Ness and Dorma. I know that 100%. No, it was definitely not Ness and Dorma. I know that 100%. Okay. But uh, it's that song, it's always when people are getting murdered, that song comes out can't remember what it is it'll pop up um uh, was it Pagliacci? it might be <laughs> yep, yeah that's Pagliacci. yep yeah. that's yeah um the uh the sad murderous clown yes yes <laughs> and then we find out claire's wish was to actually just what was it just be with the friends she's wanted to yeah. spend time with her she family wanted to spend christmas with her friends yes and then they then the muppets realized like oh man we can we can accomplish that wish easy. And so they get Santa to drop him back off in New York at their apartment complex. We find out Miss Piggy didn't go on a trip. So she realized that, hey, that's kind of dickish of me to leave. Like, I should probably help my boyfriend. Nah, nah, it's because Kachina had no one to wear that suntan lotion on. Yeah, she, she didn't have her save it. So. <laughs> She's like, well, who's going to do the suntan lotion? So, And then the Electric Mayhem, they didn't leave either. And so I yeah, assume they just got lost because they, they were got high. Yeah, they were high. They got lost. Sounds right. They probably went outside. Probably forgot and, to buy the tickets. They probably honestly. oh, they probably had them. They just walked to the park and got lost, and then came back. <laughs> They're like, "That was a cool trip, y'all." They're like, "Yeah." <laughs> they just did an acid trip. They didn't go on a real trip. Oh, that's that's the really that's what they meant by trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they sing a song, and everyone's together, and it's great. And they actually go to Claire's house apartment, 
And Jane Kaczmarek is like, oh my lord, it's late. And there's like a hundred Muppets in my house. Yeah, let me put some <laughs> newspapers down. Yeah. And then uh Sweetums just comes in with a tree. I guess they didn't have a tree. Yeah. For Christmas. They brought Eve. all the Christmas cheer with them, essentially. Yeah. And then she screams when the rats run in because they're gigantic. Because they're rats. She calms down. She's New like, York, okay, yeah. y'all have clothes and you're talking. You're not normal rats. You're Muppet rats, which I guess are better. Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> and then they sing and then, you know, there's Muppets in every corner of the place. Oh, I forgot. So um, Bunsen and Beaker are around for a few <laughs> moments. And Beaker... He gets a wishing machine helmet. They make a wish helmet. And he wishes for a hot lady. And then Beaker just, just dips out with her. And then they pop up later and he's slow dancing in the corner with Beaker. Uh, Beaker and the hot lady. And then Bunsen's just like. Did you notice that she's like beeping as yes, well? Yes, she was making the same voices. She meeps. Yeah, she meep, 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 meep. Yeah, she meeps like him. And I was like, oh, Lord. So uh, that was cute. And then that was the end. So it was it was cool to see a just a tiny little dip into the Muppet world. It was 45 minutes. So Katie, who was your favorite character in Letters from Santa? Pepe. Pepe the King Prawn was my favorite character <laughs> in this movie. He had all the one-liners, all the hits. And I love I I like the character who's always like bah humbug about christmas but deep down they like actually really love it i there's a lot in a lot of christmas movies there's a character like that and i really like that they made pepe that character in this movie he was fucking funny all of his lines every time when they rolled up to santa's house and he was like oh he got a big house (laughs) (laughs) santa got a pretty big house okay yeah (laughs) and when they rolled up to the fucking to the dawn to the dawn's (laughs) ask for the mafia's help to get these letters to santa oh my gosh it was just it was so good (laughs) uh emma how about you uh since you already said pepe i'm gonna go with my number two which was gonzo i loved gonzo's character in almost everything he's just adorable and ridiculous so gonzo greg Oh, gotta be Bobo. <laughs> Bobo is my absolute favorite Muppet. I was not even aware of Bobo growing up. I didn't know about Bobo until I guess a couple years ago in the first that first reboot Muppets film. Just such a great deadpan henchman and or sidekick. <laughs> not very bright, but just going along with it. I especially cracked up and this as we discussed before this, this wasn't big on the you know the laugh out louds on this particular one but him in the background in the interrogation room repeating everything that officer me describes about what he wanted as a boy of christmas and the tricycle ding 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 (laughs) stop it (laughs) that that was definitely a laugh out loud moment for me it cracked me up probably way more than it should but bobo gets me every time So my favorite, and I've it's funny, I guess with these newer films or stories that they get, um, Kermit just seems to kind of be there. He's never really the main character. It, in the movies, he's up front, but anything short or small, they always get someone else going. And just like with the horror one that we watched. Um, oh, the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, the Haunted Mansion one. It was Gonzo. It was That was Gonzo's story. And this one, it's Gonzo's story. Like, he's the one 
that put it, you know, it was up to him to get this letter to Santa Claus. I mean, Claus. it's been like that since a Muppets Christmas Carol in 1992. That was Gonzo's story as well. Yeah, well, he's a narr- Yeah, they were they were watching a story happen. Yes, I get, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so somebody back there, when they make stories, really likes Gonzo uh, because there's a ton of stories. Shit, Muppets from Space is all about him meeting his like alien family that love Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> and it's, no. it's I need to watch that movie. It, it, it the the soundtrack will you will absolutely love the soundtrack. Uh, yeah, I it's love all it. funk. I love Earth Wind of Fire. And yeah, funk. when those aliens pop up, they love Earth Wind of Fire for some reason. Um, Who doesn't? But yeah, it, it's it's got to be Gonzo. He's the main character of this. Uh, yeah, but big ups to Bobo. Like like Greg yeah. said, that that deadpan stuff. Like even in the original, the the newer <laughs> Muppets movie, when the bad guy's like maniacal laugh, maniacal laugh, he's like, ah, that's pretty funny, sir. It just <laughs> he knows he's trying to like get the Muppets out of there and ruin them. And I assume he's a Muppet too, I guess. Yes. Like, but he, he don't really care. And, well, he did face, Gosh. well, Uncle Deadly face turn at the end, but he didn't try to stop Uncle Deadly or anything. He just, he just lets things happen. He's just there to just, yeah, just yeah. help. He was so awkwardly built in his outfit. Yeah, he was really <laughs> odd shape. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Gonzo was great. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character? I'm going to go controversial here, and I'm going to say Kermit the Frog. Oh, no. Um, I appreciate the idea of, like, wanting to get letters to Santa for kids back to Santa. I get it. But what was stopping Gonzo and Fozzie and them doing this together and Kermit going with his fucking wife on vacation? Yep. Hey man, this is more important, I guess. <laughs> no. Uh, Kermit treats Miss Piggy like shit. Not to say she doesn't also treat it, him like shit. It's very reciprocated. They have they have a horrible relationship. It's not a good relationship. They have a horrible really. fucking relationship. <laughs> but I would imagine part of the reason their relationship is horrible is because Kermit keeps picking the Muppets over her. <laughs> Yeah. Like, stop picking your friends over your girlfriend, bro. That's not the choice. Just because you got a hand up your ass doesn't mean you can't make your own choices. Yeah, the <laughs> choice here was was let Gonzo and Fozzie figure it out, not miss your Caribbean vacation with your wife yeah. so that you could help deliver one letter to Santa. Get the fuck. Santa knows everything. He, he's loyal to a fault. Yeah. 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 So That's Kermit was my Kermit was my least favorite. Greg. Another controversial pick. Gonzo. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> he just they just I didn't enjoy seeing him all melancholy and like even when things are going wrong, usually he's still very much himself, and they just took away his personality in this one. Yeah, that's usually Gonzo's thing. He's, yeah, he's the happy one. Usually Kermit is the one that falls apart. Yeah, and needs mm-hmm. to get cheered up. Gonzo just—they took away his goofiness, his daringness. There wasn't. There was no outrageous Gonzo stunt. Mm-hmm. Everything that you love about Gonzo just was not there. Yeah. Didn't even take his wife with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chicken. Camilla was just like at the post office working. <laughs> right? she, was, she was busy. We get Rizzo, but no Camilla. Interesting. Uh, Emma? That brings me 
to my least favorite character, the lack of Rizzo. I needed more Rizzo. Rizzo's ridiculous. Between Rizzo and Pepe, that's... I I love those two. So the lack of Rizzo was my least favorite character. Otis. The least favorite character for me was just not enough to this i was really mm-hmm. sad about that i i just i needed more but you know it's made for tv so you can only get so much and i will say a honorable mention of favorite we actually got to see rolf for a little bit and so with this i read as a fun fact they brought back rolf and gave him a couple of lines because the voice actor that did rolf passed away and so that's why you don't really see rolf that much up front if there's a scene, he's probably in the back playing piano, and that's kind of it because no one wants to do that spot again. They don't want to do it extensively. So, in uh, anything you see, Rolf will probably have one or two lines, and then they're like, that's all I'm going to do because it's kind of a respect thing. Uh, kind of the same thing with, was it Rizzo? I think that's one reason you don't see, there's another Muppet in newer things. You don't really see that much of them because the person yeah. that, used to do it's not there anymore and they yeah, no one I wants believe, to. i believe you said it's been rizzo in the past. Yeah. yeah that's why rizzo's not popping up anymore and pepe and rizzo are the best combination actually gonzo with either one of them is great yep but gonzo and rizzo that's that's money uh speaking of which did animal pop up in this he, For like he came in seconds. with a gift in his hand but yeah. he didn't okay. yell or do anything he did at the very beginning when they were in the hall talking about something he like came in to make a joke and like hit somebody with something he like smashed like something on another character and then like hit a drum fill and left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the problem with 45 minutes. You're like, okay, we gotta have an animal spot. We gotta do this spot. Yeah. Hey, those weird babies weren't even there. And I like them now. They're my favorites. So I think the weird babies got added in the newer yeah, films. I those babies think. are great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're funny. Just when they when they do the interview with Seth Rogen, it's the best thing ever. So yeah, uh, this film it actually came out. It well, it says two thousand and eight. Let me see if there was an actual yeah. date, datey date, December seventeenth, two thousand and eight. There is no budget or box office because it's made for TV. So uh, depending on what they usually do, eh, it was probably close to a million to do this, but it was forty five minutes. So. Yeah. There weren't that many different scenes. You know, they did. I feel like they didn't have to pay anyone. I feel like everyone at this point, everyone in Muppet movies, for the most part, is like, yeah, I'll do it for like some peanuts and working in the Muppet movie. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of them, they're like, I love love doing this. Yeah. Aside from like Ricky Gervais and uh, the Phil Dunphy guy, like the main characters, all the cameos are just like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Just tell me where I got to be. Vernon Dursley. Vernon Dursley popped up in here and was like, anything to not be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be Santa. Yeah. So uh, let's do seven word synopsis. Katie. Kids Santa letters aren't better than wife. Dang. (laughs) Yup. I don't care whose fucking Santa letters I got in my hand. Like, if Otis just ditched me, that's a fight on site. I'm like, <laughs> if I was Miss Piggy, I would have whooped Kermit's ass. She probably did later. Yeah, I bet. I for sure would have. Like, <laughs> I loved the the best part of this movie was when 
they were just like, oh, well, we'll just open it and see what their gifts are or what their wishes are and we'll do it for them. And then Sam Eagle came on and fucking was like, that's a federal crime to open mail. I was like, I sure would have. <laughs> these little kid letters to fucking Santa. Like, I'll figure out what these two people wanted and then I'll send gifts to them. Like, I'll Amazon them their gifts. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm not missing my vacation. I didn't know Santa was from the Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> kids don't know any better it'd be fine <laughs> uh greg two uh vacation must wait holiday cheer needs a spreading mm-hmm. <laughs> usps fails us yet again merry christmas damn <laughs> uh emma okay i only have three how do you say no to wife? Right? And then I have two alliteratives. Um, I'm really proud of this first one. Dawn's brawn, thrawn, non, prawn, withdrawn, pre-dawn. Nice. Rhyming, and, not alliterative. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's Well, cool. yeah. And then Muppet's mailroom mistake meets magical musical mayhem. That's a good one. That was really good. The music wasn't exactly magical, but no, I agree. The music was kind of meh. Paul Paul Williams did what he had to for 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Yeah. He woke up one day and was like, oh, I was supposed to make that soundtrack. Hold on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Kind of the problem with Muppet films is like the the music is classic, depending on how many times you've watched the movie. Like, like if you if you grew up with a film and you watched over and over again, like the music from Muppets Take Manhattan is my fucking jam because I watched that movie all the time when I was a kid. Right. Um, but you know, if I had never seen it before, I might just think, eh, it's just like some Muppet singing. Like, this is whatever. <laughs> but for sure. But you know, this is only the first time we've watched this 45 minute thing. So these songs aren't like ingrained in our brains. But maybe to little kids who've who started watching this in 2008, maybe. Yeah. Hell so. no. <laughs> fuck them kids i'm willing to bet no one's singing these yeah <laughs> like nah <laughs> uh but yeah no like i said oh katie's got another one miss my vacation nah fuck them kids <laughs> i thought i was the kid hater on this show right. <laughs> okay uh does anybody have anything else to say about letters from santa no nope. not missing much yeah, you can see oh, Bobo. Kids, I guess. Yeah, get Sweetums and Bobo. It's yeah. cute for kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's forty-five minutes, so you know yeah. you watch it, and that's kind of it. So, um, if you have any other cool fun facts about Muppets, or just want to say anything about a Muppet, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So. Katie and Emma, they got five more. I for sure will be there for the Halloween one that we got left. Uh, it's got Bruce Campbell in it. So, you know, I'm going to be there. And this one, you're going to be there for that one, too. Oh, 8-Bit Chris. Yeah. So I got two of them. Uh, but no. We're, Three of them. We're doing a wrestling one. Oh, yeah. Okay. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we're getting close to the end. Uh, it's fun stuff. It's almost stuff. Christmas. Yeah. And then it'll be the new year. Go do your shopping. Yeah. Get the, get that stuff out the way. So, uh, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back. Well, they'll be back tomorrow with another Christmas film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Oops. What you got, Greg? I got nothing.